What's up, guys? Welcome back to the New Age Outdoor Podcast. This is episode two of the podcast. Um, so for this one, we are going to be kind of discussing why why do we hunt and fish? You know, what's the reasons that we decided to do it, decided to get out there and start experiencing the outdoors on a new level? So we're both going to kind of go into how we got into it, some people that have helped us along the way, um, helped us learn new things and kind of get a deeper understanding of different strategies for types of hunting, how to hunt, maybe even fishing strategies as well. And we'll kind of go into our whys, our true meanings of why we, you know, why we get up at at those early mornings at 3.30 a.m. to go duck hunt or why we get up at 3.30 to go walk to a stand that's how many miles away. At the end, we'll kind of discuss what the value is in it for us, why we see it as such a valuable thing in our lives, and kind of, once again, why it's so important to us. So, um, once again, we only have the one mic for this episode. We're kind of getting a couple done here on the first go-around. That way we can upload a couple week or once a week for the next couple weeks here um, until we get another mic for you guys. So, I'll kind of start off... Um, kind of discuss kind of how I got into it and kind of some people that have helped me. So for me personally, it all kind of started back when I was in about middle school. There was a couple of my buddies, actually Maya, which you guys see on a couple of my videos and his brother, Josh, which you guys seen in a video about two years ago now. It was a bass fishing video. They are the ones that actually sparked it first for me. They always encouraged me to to go out and get my hunting, hunter safety, and I was always too lazy to actually do it, so I never did, and I actually I regret it, not going to lie. So as time went on, I eventually got into high school and everything, and I even I graduated high school without ever even thinking about hunting, really. Um, I did some fishing for sure. I did a lot of catfishing that summer after, I believe, um, and I also really enjoyed bass fishing. I pretty much bass fished. I bass fished really hard during that, that time period. In 2019, the spring of 2019, my buddy Levi, which you guys see in a ton of my YouTube videos, he's the one that encouraged me to get out turkey hunting. Uh, he told me that to hunt anything else, I have to kill a turkey first. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll do it. So... That was during the times where everyone was going crazy, you know, quarantine, everything. And I think I took like a week off of work. And for my first bird, we hunted for a week straight. I think I averaged about four hours of sleep every night, maybe less. Um, I was still a big gamer back then. So I brought my whole setup to his house. And after we'd get done hunting, I'd go back and I'd play, I'd play like Call of Duty or something until like, I don't know, 2 a.m. And then we wake up at 4, 5.30 and go hunting all day. We put on lots of miles. Um, it was definitely, a, definitely quite the experience for my first, my first ever um, type of hunting. And I'm definitely glad I was turkey hunting because as soon as I eventually did get my first bird, I was hooked from the start. Um, you guys can go watch those videos on my channel, but uh, you can easily tell that I was super stoked. And that's really what 
got me hooked on hunting in general. Obviously, turkey hunting was the first thing I did, and I think turkey hunting is definitely a great starter for people to get into. It's not super um, complicated. I mean, yeah, you got your calling. got to kind of know where the turkeys are going to be, but you know, you can go roost a bird the night before and pretty much set up right on them in the morning as long as you're getting in there quiet and stuff. So not a lot goes into it, but uh, there's definitely a lot of homework you can do. So that's kind of what got me into hunting. As far as who has helped me, I kind of explained it already, but Levi and his family were really nice to me, letting me get into waterfowl too, especially. Um, they were the ones that sparked my waterfowl love as well. Last year was my first year, so I got instantly hooked. Something about it, I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out why I love it so much, but it's such an amazing thing to do. It's so fun to watch birds work. Um, the interaction with them as well, you can call to them. You know that you're the one that, that brought those birds in. You're, why, you're part of the reason they wanted to be in your spot because you're calling them. You got your decoys, your motion, and everything. So, yeah, big thank you to them for kind of getting me into it. I'm super appreciative of that. And also, uh, Maya and Josh and their family, they definitely uh, got me into some of the deer hunting things and... Maya's a big turkey hunter as well, so we went out last season and got our first birds of the spring season together on the same day on a, pu a piece of public property, so that was a fun experience with him, so I can't wait to make many more memories with his family and Levi's family as well. Looking forward to hunting with them for many years to come, so um, my big why as far as why I hunt and fish it's just kind of an escape from, you know, everyday life. I'm not saying my everyday life is bad because it's not. It's great. But, you know, it can get stressful at times, especially being a college student. You got a lot of homework and stuff, um, just trying to balance everything. And when you have that that out, as, as in the outdoors, and, you know, you can go out and relieve all that stress, you know. When you're out in the woods, out in the marsh, out on the lake or whatever, you kind of escape your everyday thought and it's just you and whatever you're doing, whether you're fishing, whether you're hunting ducks or geese or hunting deer or even upland, anything like that. I mean, you're escaping from everyday world, in my opinion, that's how I feel. And it's just kind of a nice relaxer as well, even if you don't go out and shoot a limit or fill your tags. It's still just nice to get out there and experience something that quite frankly, a lot of people don't ever get the chance to do. So super thankful to be able to do it. It's a great thing and I definitely don't regret it. As far as uh, the value I see in hunting and the outdoors, like I mentioned, it's just a big relaxer for me, but also you can get so many helpful experiences and knowledgeable experiences by hunting with friends and family. Um, I've had so many great memories with um, friends just in the last two years of hunting that I'll never forget. For example, a few weeks ago here, uh, I shot my first ever band. It was a banded wood duck. And you guys can go check out that video. It was released a couple weeks ago now. But you guys can see the kind of the emotion, honestly, that we all had after after we shot it. Just a crazy thing. Our area, we don't get a whole lot of banded birds just because we don't hunt around an area where they're banded. But 
that just goes to show, you know, the memories you can make with hunting and fishing are, they're, they're endless. You can make endless memories that'll never, ever go away. So it's just a great experience. And I really encourage if you have not experienced anything with the outdoors, if even if you're just a fisherman, maybe try going out and turkey hunting someday. Uh, you know, ask a buddy, ask a family member that does it because I can almost guarantee you, you will not regret it and it's going to be something you will definitely get addicted to. So that's kind of why I hunt and fish and um, the value I see in it. So now that I'm done rambling, I'll pass the mic over to Michael and he'll kind of give you his rundown and yeah, that'll do it for me. All right, how's it going, everybody? So my how I got into hunting and fishing goes back a long ways. So I grew up fishing. I know I was born in February, and I know that first Christmas I got my first uh, push-button fishing pole. So I've been fishing pretty much since the year I was born, and that's developed. I started fishing walleye with my grandpa. He had a big v-bottom boat and we used to go out to the reservoirs in south dakota and chase walleye growing up and then my mom would take me out to the ponds and catch bluegill and little bass and stuff Um, so i kind of grew up fishing around the age of 12 my stepdad came into my life and he's the one who really kick-started the drive to push for more than just casual outdoor experiences so he started taking me uh, overnight catfishing, and he bought me a shotgun for the first Christmas that we were together and um, took me out deer hunting that year. He actually gave it to me early so we could go hunt that second shotgun season. And I ended up killing a little button buck with him. And so that from that day on, it was like, it was like hooked because growing up as a little kid, you see thing, adults and older kids doing things that you want to do or they may have never tried, and it really pushes you and gets that little fire spark inside of you to want to do the same things as them. So we're going to fast forward a year. Uh, It was 2014 was the year I ran my first trap line. And to me, I don't do a whole lot of trapping now, but to me that was another big kick on the hunting in a way as getting to see animals up close and being out there. We got early in the morning checking traps you got to see a lot of wildlife because we would go and check our traps in the morning and then we would go pheasant hunt the afternoon so you know get to see my first coyote and raccoon and muskrat and just being out there being in the river and waders and walking around and seeing the different wildlife really I think that was kind of the age I was kind of really starting to comprehend what was going on and so I guess I kind of touched on who got me into hunting and fishing like I said my grandpa my stepdad really got me into the uh, fishing and then my stepdad especially into the hunting. So from the first three years I deer hunted, two years, the first year I shot my button buck, the second year I didn't end up shooting anything and the group ended up filling out my tag because we were group shotgun hunting. Fast forward, I didn't hunt the next year, just continuing to learn about fishing. You know, kids are with learning new stuff. They're on a kick for a week and then they're off and then they're on. So the year after that, my stepdad had some medical issues where he wasn't uh, able to go hunting anymore. So his cousin took me out and took me down to West Central Iowa, where I shot my first muzzleloader deer. And that one was a real eye-opener for me, getting out of just uh, local hunting and starting to travel and hunt. 
at a very young age. I was very blessed to do that. Uh, the following year, um, I went back down to West Central Iowa with uh, Kelly, and I shot my my current PB buck, which is an 11-point split brow tine. So at, that was my last year hunting youth at 16, and so I was just like over ecstatic that I killed this giant deer. And I think that day is when my the passion of and the realization of that I'm done youth hunting and that if I want to do it now, I have to do it on my own. And I didn't have to. I always had people that could take me, but if I really wanted to get into this on my own, I had to just go out and do it. So after that, I didn't hunt that next year. Um, and then the year after, I went out and muzzleloader hunted, didn't kill anything. Fast forward a few more years, um, I'm my freshman year of college, and I started working at Shields, and I got a bow because I'd never bow hunted. And this is last year now. I went out and killed a deer with it, and then now I'm pretty much just addicted to bow hunting anything and everything. Like you guys heard in the first episode, Turbo took me out last year, got me my first turkey. Or this spring, got me my first turkey with a bow. So I'm addicted to that now too. And the why, the why we do it is kind of the same for both of us. There's not a lot of people in the world that get to go out and do what we do and get the chances to see the things that we see. I know you think, you know, kind of in your area, you might know a lot of people that hunt, but when you start looking world ride, there's just a lot of people that never get to experience the things we do. And that's huge. Like, you you learn that sometimes you're going to have to put in hard work and you may not get the reward. But in the end, you'll sit back a few days later and you'll realize that the hard work is the reward. Anything on top of that is extra. I know lately I've been going out and I've been getting my butt kicked in the in the deer woods and I come home and I feel still motivated and that's kind of that push for and learning that just because you didn't fill your tag or get your limit, you got to see something cool in nature every day because I can tell pretty much, especially from turkey season, I got to see a lot of country in this area that I'd never really got to see before and learned a lot and for me, it kind of... It drives my work ethic outside of hunting and fishing too to uh, be able to afford the things we do because they're not cheap hobbies the way we do them. So it kind of pushes me to work harder outside of here and then it allows me to kind of, I guess, appreciate the things I do have. So to me, that's why I do it. I do it to learn the outdoors, to kind of keep myself honest because you kind of get lost in your day-to-day world. And you getting out and putting time in in the outdoors really keeps you honest on what's real. So I like the fact of getting to relax while I'm out there. So that's kind of why I do what I do. Um, and the value, like I said, is it, it teaches you hard work no matter what is going to pay off. You may not reap the rewards now, but you're going to reap them re- later. And by what I mean by that is just because you didn't go out and kill the deer you were wanting to the first night or shoot a full limit of ducks the the first morning out you you learned what didn't work so now go find what works you know you sat the one edge of the field you seen him come out on the other go sit the other side of the field it kind of and it keeps your mind going i think turbo can kind of agree that you're always looking for things you can do better and things you can do different to improve your odds so it's kind of those things you you don't 
look from the outside and see what's going on. You got to be on the inside to learn and you got to you got to get out there and experience it to really understand what we're talking about. So most of the guys I've met in the outdoors are more than willing to take somebody new out hunting or take somebody new out fishing. So if you guys want to get into something like that, just contact somebody you know that hunts or contact your local DNR. They'll be able to point you in the direction of somebody who does hunt or fish and more than nine times out of ten they're going to want to take somebody new out because that's another part of the enjoyment for me is taking new people out and seeing the smile on their face when they shoot their first deer they they hook their first fish or even see their first like animal in the real world outside of the zoos and stuff but i'm gonna stop rambling now but yeah that's that's kind of my opinion and my backstory on where i'm at now getting leading up to this so i'm gonna hand the mic back over to turbo and he's gonna wrap it up thank you guys so much yeah i think it was awesome that you you noted that hunting is something that a lot of it is up to you on your success obviously they're wild animals we can't control what they do but all the work that you put into it you know if you put in more work than somebody else you're more than likely gonna have better success you know, if you're scouting more, if you're scouting every night, you're checking trail cameras every day. Or not, obviously, you're not going to check them every day, but checking them, you know, every week throughout the summer, finding spots that deer are in, finding spots that ducks or geese like. Obviously, if you're scouting those, you're going to have more success when the season comes or, you know, the next day that you decide to go out. So I think it was great that, that you mentioned that hunting in general is dependent a lot on what you do yourself so i think that's just a nice thing about hunting is in the end if you're not successful it's kind of nice to look at it and say hey that was kind of my fault you know what could what could i've done better to make my hunt more successful could i have set up on this different side of this property and set up on a better trail maybe and had better luck i think it was great that you mentioned that but i think that's going to do it for this episode Thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, like we say, go check out our YouTube video or excuse me, our YouTube channels. We will have them linked as always in the description below. Go follow us on Instagram as well at the excuse me at New Age Outdoor Pod. Um, we can link it below too, so it's a little bit easier for you guys. If you guys want to go, send us a message on Instagram, kind of what you think of it. You can even comment on our YouTube videos. We'll definitely be asking you guys some ideas, like I said in the last the last episode. So just let us know what you think. Um, obviously, we're just getting into this, and like I mentioned last episode, we're working on getting a better mic. So yeah, I think that's going to do it. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out, guys.